Welcome, everybody, to RT Talk, the weekly podcast about the company Rooster Teeth. I am Michael Cool, and joining me this week is Sir Doug Kirkwood Jr., uh, my longtime host and longtime best friend. Uh, if you are finding us for the first time, welcome. If uh, you're returning, then enjoy seeing our, our shining, lovely faces. Um, this week, we talk about Jeff uh, and Trevor's statements that they put out, kind of addressing the allegations that were put out about them. Uh, we talk about Jeremy moving back to Massachusetts, and we talk about uh, the new Slow Mo Guys video with um, Dr. Fauci. Well, only a little bit. We don't really get into a lot of it. Neither of us have seen it yet, but we just talk about that it happened, basically. Um, so, yeah, welcome. This is our very first video podcast. We're trying this out. Uh, we also have a new theme song that we debuted. Or, I don't know if debuted. Debut is a really strong word for just playing it for the first time. But we made it. Doug and I made a theme song for the podcast, so we don't have to worry about any type of copyright things or anything like that. So that's, it's ours. We can change it. We can do whatever we want. Uh, we don't really talk about the theme song much. I think we just mentioned at the beginning, but on the grapes this week, we'll be, uh, we'll be definitely mentioning it. So, um, yeah, if you want to send us an email, you can send us one to, uh, askrttalk at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us at RT talk podcast, uh, on Twitter. And if you're listening to this, it's more than likely you'll be hearing this before, you'll be able to see it because just the video part of this takes so much longer than just doing audio. So <clears throat> I am hoping to get it up later on the same day we upload. We always upload videos on or, uh, excuse me, the podcast on uh, on Saturday. So I'm hoping to have this video up just later in the day on Saturday. But with export times and everything else, um, <clears throat> we'll just have to see. Uh, it might be on Sundays, but it'll never be like too far away from the original upload. It's either going to be the same day or the next day. So if you're listening to this, then check back either later today or tomorrow for it. I'll put a link to the YouTube channel uh, in the description for the podcast. So that way it'll be easy to find. And if you are just want to search for it, it should just be RT Talk Podcast on YouTube. Um, I actually got rid of all of our old videos, um, which I believe I talk about actually in the in the episode. But I got rid of all the old ones, so it might be a little hard to find initially. But as we upload and do this more often, then it should be they should the results should come up a lot quicker so um i think that's about it for the intro i wanted to do and um i hope hopefully you enjoy seeing us as opposed to just hearing us but uh i guess without further ado go with the theme song i would like to welcome everybody to our first video podcast uh ever and depending on how this goes this could be our last <laughs> but i think <laughs> that we're doing i think we'll be fine everything seems to be working it i figure out how to do this uh over the internet and uh well i don't know like in two hours maybe I was, while i was at work i was looking stuff up and then got stuff set up whenever uh doug and i started talking but we are here so welcome mr doug to uh to the first video podcast hello hello everybody this is what we look like in case you're ever curious if you can match the voice to the face well it's how many people do you think are so disappointed right now <laughs> how many people have like had a picture in their head of what we look like and then now upon realizing what it is 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 really let down five five okay you know what i'm not going to challenge that bet that's too that's like price is right level i, I the only thing i could do is go four or six that's that's too small you want to go higher i said four or six well i'm thinking like 12 maybe 20 okay i'm gonna go 52 there's 52 Half. people that are upset right now. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like percentages. I meant 5%. Oh, 
Oh, oh. I, I thought you meant an actual, a total of five people would be upset. Oh. Which I, I believed. Percentage-wise, 100%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone's upset right now. <laughs> but welcome, everybody. This is, These are our faces. You are Now everyone knows what we look like, not just Phil Walter, who uh, got the, got a first-hand look uh, back in April, I think it was, when the first time he was on. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're trying this out. I The plan is to do this going forward. And uh, we have wanted to do this for a long time. Uh, we had talked about this for our one-year uh, I guess anniversary show of doing a video podcast. Doug made a whole, like, like studio. Yeah. He had a whole setup with, with uh, like, uh, like Texas full, Longhorn. Full-size full size Longhorns, yeah. Yeah. On there, which, I mean, it, it does connect back to the Austin and – Texas part of Rooster Teeth, so like it all does kind of tie it together. But uh, we wanted to do this for a long time. Uh, COVID happened. Uh, I remember when we were planning on doing it the first time. There was all those restrictions and stuff. Uh, obviously, COVID has not stopped happening, and it kind of just came down to why wait any longer? Let's just figure out how to do this in the way that we record. And we this is how we record. We do it over our video chat. So now you can see me. And you can see Doug. I don't know what side of the screen I'll put him on, but he's on one of these two sides of me right now as people are seeing this. Uh, and uh, so we are going to give this a shot, and hopefully nothing crashes or fails. But kind of bear with us as uh, being that this is the first one, uh, we don't know how. We, we haven't stress tested this enough. So uh, we are here. And we also have a new theme song, which I imagine is going to be a heavy, or like a big subject we'll talk about out in the grapes this week. So... Um, is that going to be an Out the Grapes song, too? No, 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 but we'll talk about making it and everything. Since oh, okay. I, I imagine that's probably more of the more of an Out in the Grapes thing because we can talk more in depth about it. And it's going to be weird because I'm trying to address you, the audience who's watching, and I'm looking at Doug on the screen. So he's down here, you're up here. So uh, for anyone listening, if you, uh, if you want to watch this podcast, you can find RT Talk Podcast on YouTube, which is where we'll be posting it. Uh, I'm, I hope there's not issue finding it. I actually just took down all of our old videos that I had made a while ago. And because all they were was a static image of, uh, I think, that either the thumbnail or the logo. So and just the, the logo. Uh, I don't even remember at this point. I remember that I, like, I just saw the thumbnails, but I don't even remember what I did. Uh, but it was a static image, and then I just put the audio of the podcast underneath of it. So that's all that they were. And it was like the first 17 episodes it took me forever to do those 17. It was a headache to do. <laughs> but um, I just took those down because I figured this is the fresh start. They had our old theme song in it anyway, which we can't use. So why even put it in there? Uh, or keep them up, rather. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's this will be the first you know video that's going to be on there going forward. And hopefully, if this is, doesn't completely break everything that we have and how we do the show, then this you'll be seeing us from now on, even though we've already established that all of you are disappointed. So... Uh, but now that that's out of the way, um, we can actually get into the subject of this, this episode. And obviously, you know, we've talked about the Ryan Haywood situation the last two weeks now. Uh, and there, there is no like updates or anything. Although one of these is kind of came out during one of the Ryan things, but, uh, this is kind of the new, like big story of the week, which is the fact that Trevor Collins and Jeff Ramsey, uh, both both addressed sort of allegations or like accusations against them. Um, I get. I can think maybe we'll just go into Jeff first because Jeff seems a lot more um, straightforward. 
straightforward and it's like you know the trevor one there's a little bit of history with us and like you know how long we've kind of kicked around talking about this whole thing so i think there's probably more to say with the whole trevor situation so uh we'll just we'll go through what through jeff's and everything else i'm not going to read either well i reading trevor's would be this entire episode but i'm not going <laughs> to read the the statements they put out um I think if you, I was Googling because I was trying to find where the accusations came from before. Uh, I have my laptop down here, by the way. I forget people can see us now. Now I realize, too, people are going to be seeing all the weird shit that I do while we're recording because I always do this. I always, like, I'm thinking and I'm talking. I'm just doing, like, this weird little, like, twisty motion. Uh, But, yeah, I I was trying to pull it up a little bit ago. And I couldn't find, because someone put it in the comments of the post uh, where this person was accusing Jeff of... Um, a couple of different things, which we'll get into in a second. But uh, if you, whenever I was looking for that original accusation, I found this post. So if you look up Jeff Ramsey, uh, like accusation or allegations, I'm sure you'll find it. But it, he made a long post on Reddit uh, addressing this, and his post actually ties into something we talked about last week, which was um, I remember like we were talking about what Jack's statement was or I guess roughly achievement hunter statement. And we talked about bits and pieces of it. And he said how they were like, you know, Jeff wasn't going to put out a statement and he had his own stuff going on. And I said like, that makes me worried. I hope like Jeff's not going through something off or like he's doing okay. And he does address that slightly in here. Um, talking about, you know, the state of the world is weighing heavy on him. Uh, he also has some sort of um, like family issue going on, which I don't know if it has to do with, like, the whole Millie thing that we talked about, like, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's been a while now, but... Maybe a month ago. Yeah. I don't know if it has to do with that or if it's something else, but, I'm, you know, we're not going to sit here and try to speculate what terrible thing is happening to him. He even said that he's not going to talk about it, so... Um, yeah, so, he, like, he said that he took a leave of absence uh, from RT, which is why he hasn't been in anything for a while. So, he explains he explained a lot of where he's been and kind of sort of the state of Jeff right now. Um and in his in this post, he really details because I feel like Jeff's always very honest and almost brutally honest a lot of times uh, with like about himself and his life. Uh, we talked like an achievement haunter when he was went on this speech talking about how he doesn't think Millie even really likes him, and it was this long like really depressing thing to listen to. And he said that, like even the raw uncut version was like twenty minutes long or something like that. It was like a, it was a really long thing he went on so. I feel like Jeff's always been very brutally honest about stuff, especially when it comes to himself. Uh, but this was even like a further peek behind the curtain, more so about his personal life beyond just how like him and like, you know, talking about, he talked about like his divorce with Griffin and everything. Um, so unfortunately I can't find the statement to, I was, cause I know um, what basically came out about him or I shouldn't say came out, but what was like, alleged against him was, that someone someone had made one like a post about Ryan and their relationship with Ryan and it was a long post and like 96% of that was about Ryan and there was one little section in it that was about Jeff and they mentioned how they were also like like basically hooking up with Jeff and um like Ryan knew that they were with Jeff and Jeff knew that they this person was with Ryan and that was like that was kind of like the big thing I think that people were. I don't know, I've seen a lot of people talking about that fact of whether or not Jeff knew, um, right. which he completely like 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like swats that away. He's like, I was like, I had absolutely no idea that anything ever happened with Ryan. I was, I'm like fucking devastated. I'm like crushed by this whole thing. And, um, oops, didn't mean to click, but, uh, he like, he completely was just was went against what that was like being alleged against him basically. Um, and, I, as I, I, there wasn't like the main part because there obviously there's people that have an issue with him like hooking up with a fan. Now the point right. that he makes in this is that this is towards the end of their relationship between I mean, meeting him and Griffin when like their marriage. Uh, the one of the last things that they tried was having an open relationship, and he, I'm, I'm kind of summarizing this because like I said it's a pretty long post, so I'm going I'm honestly going from memory a little bit too trying to paraphrase and everything, but I mean so far you got it. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks for supporting me on the first video. Uh, people now get to see all of your your noises too. Um, but yeah, so uh, pretty much the way he details this is that, like this was like their one of their like last ditch efforts, and he hasn't been dating in ages because he went right from his first wife to being with Griffin. Like I think even maybe while. Maybe it was like right after or something. I can't I honestly I can't remember that even if I remember right, it was pretty soon after he got his first divorce. It wasn't I don't think it was during, but it was pretty quick. It was very I think it was like a week after or so or like they got, got engaged after a week or it was a really short time frame either when they met, uh like when they when they started dating after his marriage or when they were like got married or something. Like they got married quickly because she was pregnant. That, yeah, that sounds right. Because Gus was like, "You're an idiot. You should not be marrying this girl. You don't know that well." And and this isn't like, like, uh, you know, dark secrets or anything. This was something that was detailed in detail on the old drunk tanks and stuff. So this information was put out there ages ago. But um, so yeah, it was something like that. But basically, he was saying like he hasn't dated in such a long time, going from marriage to marriage. So he was like going through doing like all like the the tinders and the bumbles and. All the other ones that I don't even know about, and um, he met people and, and inevitably met people who were Rooster Teeth fans, and he was basically was dating a couple of them or you know talking to them or whatever whatever level it was, and this person was one of them uh, apparently, and how basically they had like a small kind of like fling, but then he kind of figured that or figured out that he didn't like dating a fan because just like this you know neither of us actually know Jeff Ramsey. However, we know, well, I almost know details about his, his, you know, first divorce and his second marriage. It's, I forget most of them, but it's like we having never met him or not knowing him at all, know some, some very personal details about him. So, uh, and I think that is kind of weird. I mean, I think in general, I've kind of wondered that as, you know, someone who's like a public figure, even just not even like in a relationship sense, but just meeting someone new. If they're like a fan of what you do, they already know so much about you and you know nothing about them. And it's like, I feel like that has to be a little, that's what he says. Yeah. It was weird that they knew everything. And he was like, well, I don't know you at all. And I don't know how to, where do we go from here? What do I talk about? Well, I think that would be, be weird for like a friendship. Like even if you just were talking to someone like at a bar and you both are having drinks and they, like, Oh yeah. I remember whenever you, you know, 
name whatever it is. Like, you know, I remember whenever you shit your pants on that flight or whatever, whatever story he's told over the years. He's like, oh, yeah. And you don't even know this person's first name. It's like, I imagine in any capacity, that's probably pretty, pretty weird thing to deal with. So, yeah, I think it's probably just amplified in terms of like a relationship or whatever. Um, But basically, he just says that he, you know, this was this wasn't anything, you know, uh, like this wasn't nefarious or like this wasn't like some he was like sneaking around behind Griffin's back or anything. This was. Like, I think he even says something about, like, this was all between, like, consenting adults and stuff, or, like, from his perspective. Um, yeah, well, he says that uh, towards the end of their marriage that this was their plan, was to have an open relationship, and they would talk to each other about doing this. Like, I'm talking to this person, uh, you know, and they would make sure it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what, like, I don't know if... I, I wish I could that I could find that post too because I was since it was such a small part I actually could read what was being like thrown out against him but I I don't remember if if that was implied in in their like accusation against him. Like, was it the Australia girl? I think so. Yeah, that's what I remember. Is the girl from Australia saying that? Because he even brings her up in his statement. Yeah. Yeah, because that's I think that's what she said. Like it was implied, or it seemed like it was a given if he came here that we would hook up or something. Yeah. Uh, something like that. So, uh, basically, it just, from what I could tell from reading this and reading what she said, it, it seems, I mean, I don't have any reason to doubt Jeff's side of the story. Um, and apparently, after, because this is one of the things I wanted to verify too, but uh, after he put out his statement, she, um, like, I don't know if she edited it or if she just made, like, a note in hers saying that he actually didn't know about Ryan. So, I heard I saw people saying that over and over again, so it's like it leads me to believe that that's actually the case. I just didn't, I wasn't able to look it up to actually see like what she exactly said. But again, I can't even find it because this was we were Doug and I were just talking about like this happened right after we recorded. Well, not this one specifically, but Trevor's happened the day after we recorded last week's episode, and this one happened a day or two after that. So it's like these happened almost a week ago now, and it's like it's hard to even. I'm like trying to dig stuff back up, but uh, I didn't realize it was gonna be this hard so i didn't i didn't i didn't uh <laughs> you lost it it's gone yeah i didn't like plan out my time accordingly so um piece of shit yeah finally people get to, to see you dumping on me now <laughs> what's me looking at my phone trying to make sure all the information's right yeah you're looking down at your phone i'm looking down at my laptop as we're reading stuff and then i'm not even <laughs> looking at them i'm looking at you not not everyone here but i feel like people are used to especially right now with uh quarantine i think people are used to a lot of video chat style like podcasts and interviews and everything where you know you're not looking at the camera you're looking at your screen so uh, i hope everyone i hope everyone's fine with that i hope you're 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 settled in shit on mike if you're not don't look now there's a whole comment section where people can it's this is we this isn't like twitter where we can't we don't see any interaction there's comments attached directly to this now i am gonna get canceled um but basically with like going back to the statement though from what I gathered is they had this open relationship. He met this person. They had a fling or whatever it was, or it just didn't work out for whatever reason. And then either he moved on from like, it went to someone else or whatever it was like, that seems like that's the extent of it. He says like there was, you know, there was no grooming or anything. I actually didn't see how old she was. I don't remember, I don't, but um, I don't think it's in there. 
I don't think he says. I don't. I didn't see in her statement if she did, but I don't know how old she was. But I think she was. Uh, she wasn't like you know eighteen years old or something. She was older, like maybe like somewhere in her twenties, possibly, or maybe I don't even know. Um, it's, it's such a long statement. I don't. I don't know if he actually says in here, and I don't want to like try to scan through this whole thing trying to trying to find it. But um, but yeah, I mean that's that seems like that's the extent of it. I know people have. I know, there's people who have like a lot of issues with like someone who is known hooking up with someone who's a fan of them, um, because they see it as like an abuse of power or like manipulating, you know, uh, like an individual basically. Um, I think it's more of an issue when it comes to like what Ryan did, and they are younger, and um, you know, if it's if the person is like 18 years old or something, I think that's a much different story than someone who's like in their late 20s or something, but. Um, I still like, it's definitely, there is a power dynamic there where, you know, obviously this person, they sort of almost like demand the respect in a way because they are the known figure and they know that they're like, you're a fan of them. So it's like, it's hard to not address that and that to not be a thing. Um, but I also don't feel like it's in, like, I don't think on paper, someone who is known having a relationship or whatever with a fan is just flat out bad i don't think this like them having a connection or, or not made a connection but uh you know a, a relationship of some kind i don't think that just equals a bad thing i think that's kind of in some ways that's how it happens i mean people gravitate like you're gonna find people through the way that they know you like you know if, if a quarterback for the rams it's like that's how he's gonna get the most attention is by the fact that people know who he is because he's the quarterback for the rams it's just like that's the, that just seems like it's almost inevitable that that's like that's how you're gonna meet people is because that's like what you're what you're getting the most attention from already. So it's like I don't know I don't have a problem with it uh, uh, like unless they're like a lot younger then it then it does get into like a weird area. But right, uh, that's why like I wish I could find how old she was, but um, it doesn't say in Jeff's statement. That's I was like I was trying to scan through looking for any numbers, but I don't see. Um, I didn't see anything, but uh, in this case, like based on the way it sounds, it seems like it was almost like a one-time, or maybe not a one-time thing, because he said that he at different times he came across people who are fans. But uh, in the case of this individual, anything like this was like a, a someone that he found, and um, it whatever reason it didn't work out, or maybe it was the fan thing. I don't, I don't think it says in there, but um, but I don't see like I, I don't know, it, it, this doesn't like reek of. Uh, I don't know, uh, like darkness. Like it doesn't seem like this is like this terrible thing. I think it's something he had to address given everything else that's going on. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like reading the, what his like account of it. I don't, I don't feel uneasy. It's like, okay. It seems like everyone was on the same page. Everyone understood each other. Like, I don't see uh, an issue with this, this one in particular. Right. I don't know if if that's kind of how you're feeling too. Yeah. No, I mean like he says like, him and Griffin had an agreement and they were open about it and they were honest. And I mean, the other people that they, they both dated towards the end of their marriage, you know, they, they knew what was going on as well. And, you know, he said, yeah, I tried dating people in the community, but it didn't work because I, I can't, you know, he couldn't connect with them really. So he, I think he said his current girlfriend, I don't know her name, like knew nothing about him. And he, that's how he liked it. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember her name either. Um, 
I was trying to while you were while you were talking, I was trying to actually look up. Um. Oh, okay. I've read that wrong. Okay, I'm not gonna read what I just I thought I read, but um. Yeah, so his seems like pretty straightforward. I actually going through like the comments and stuff. I have not actually. I don't think I've seen anyone say anything negative or you know say like this seems fucked up. It seems like everyone's kind of on the same page. That, uh, and I think also being uh, right after Ryan, how terrible that is. I think a lot of people are just kind of looking to rebound, and it's like at this point, I don't even know if I have the energy. <laughs> to try to find a problem in this. It's just kind of like what you said. It sounds like it sounds like everything was all right. So it's all right with me. Like, I don't think people have the energy to really try to dig, like dig deep into this and tear this apart word for word and try to find like that little crumb of, of negativity. It's like, I think a lot of people are kind of spent. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think Jeff did it. Whatever was said about him. He's like, no, this is how it was. This is what happened. And okay, we're gonna move on from this. And he also surrounded it with a lot of personal details that he didn't really have to. Like, you know, talking about their, you know... He is pretty detailed about, like, the end of their marriage. Like, there's, like, I don't know how many paragraphs here. Like, I don't know, maybe ten or so. And I would say the first, like, five or six of them are about their marriage and things right. falling apart and uh, stuff like that. So, um, so, yeah, there's a lot of details in there. But personally, I don't have any... I don't. I didn't like reading through that. I wasn't like, oh no, not another thing, or this is gonna be a problem. It just, I just took it like, for, like I said, I had no reason to doubt what he was saying. Uh, the only thing I saw is a response from the person who said it. Like I said, was that they, they kind of like redacted or like amended that that line about them knowing about each other. Um, so it's like I haven't seen any pushback for it, and it seems like everyone's kind of on the same page. Yeah, but um, when I when you say when you see, hey y'all, it's Jeff. I was like, oh god, what is this? I, that's what I said um, whenever, because Renee showed it to I think I think I was, I, think I was watching her or playing a game or something, and she just like put her phone in front of me. She was Jeff put out a statement. And I was like, I was like, oh, like about Ryan. I was like, wait, what is this? And then I, because I didn't know he was accused of anything. I didn't even hear about it. No, and uh, so I started to read through it, and I was going, and the more I started reading, especially when it was like I took a leave of absence. I've had this terrible family issue going on, which I'm not going to talk about. Like, it's been a really hard year. Um, I haven't been in content. I was like, I just started getting more and more worried that this was going to end with. So because of all this, I'm leaving Rooster Teeth. And I was going to be like, God, <laughs> and just be just heartbroken. I would have retired. <laughs> From the podcast? I'd be done. <laughs> just You would take the headphones off and hang them on your microphone? Yeah. That's, I, that's how I was worried it was going to end. So, like, when I got to the end and it didn't say that, I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was about to be really upset, but yeah, I don't, you know, unless more information comes out, I think this one's pretty, pretty settled. I think most people are on board for, um, like, you know, Jeff's side of it. And, uh, unless there's just a ton of moder like, you know, the moderators are doing a ton of work to remove native comments. Uh, I have not seen anything on here or, you know, other, pl I'm sure if I Googled some shit about Jeff, I'd find negative shit, but just in general, right. it didn't seem like a lot of people were going after him. Uh, which also has been the case for Trevor as well. So we can kind of smoothly. I don't know why I did it off camera. <laughs> it went like this. Or no, right into it. And I almost ripped my headphone cable out because it's caught on my arm. <laughs> um, I almost ripped your shirt and your headphone cable. Just blows off me as I go like that. Uh, which I'm like half doing like a Nazi salute, so I should really stop doing that. Um, that yeah. Yeah. So, good thing I did it off camera mostly. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but this will kind of just transition right into talking about Trevor. So this one's a little different uh, for us or maybe more specifically for uh, me, but, you know, for the show because the allegations against Trevor are something that I learned about and I told you about and Renee and I have talked about back in, I think it was like February, I want to say. It was a while ago, yeah. Um, ignore that. That was a car going by. <laughs> a shitty exhaust was just exploding the whole way down the road. I thought Renee was knocking on the door. That's what it sounded like. That's why I just waited because it was just it was just puttering the whole. It's still doing it actually. Um, that's what. Now that people can see, outside of that window right there is a road. It's right there, and that's why if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, when you hear cars go by, that's why because they're they're right there, and our house is as big as like the room I'm in almost. <laughs> so I can't escape that road. So I apologize, but that's I kind of have to deal with it. Uh, people can also see the camera collection we reference like eight times, and there uh, it is. yeah, it's, it's, that's part of it. I don't think you can see the whole thing on on the camera, but you can this see is Mike it. just bragging. It is, yeah. Ne- with my my empty envelope back here, of which I don't even know what this is for, and my my name tags from previous jobs <laughs> <laughs> just are hanging on our zebra or, yeah zebra lamp, uh, but. Yeah, the Trevor stuff, um, I think it was back in February whenever I first learned about it because I, I was – it was like some comment um, and I had to go back to even see like what we – what episode we covered at that time because something happened like in the Rooster Teeth world and someone said like, well, we'll just wait till they find out about the, uh, the Trevor stuff. And I was like, what is that about? And I went and I looked – like I was trying to figure out what they were talking about and I looked it up and I found um, – like the things that he was being accused of basically, which apparently were talked about, like put on the subreddit back like in December, I want to say. And somehow I just, I don't know how I never saw them. Like I go on the subreddit multiple times a week to see like, you know, if if there's anything I missed and somehow that just slipped through and I don't know how I didn't see it. But, um, I, I, after I read through and stuff to hear the accusations against it, which you're not aware the ex- accusations against him were from an ex-girlfriend who, E, yeah, that's well. He says her name, it's but yeah, um, he refers to her as E in the thing. But uh, his ex-girlfriend uh, basically accuses him of being emotionally and I don't remember if she was physically abusive. I don't remember, but essentially being a very abusive boyfriend and uh, kind of being a real shithead. Um, but. Uh, the reason I can't really, like, I can't get into, or I should say I can't get into, but I can't look up those old, the posts that she had because her Twitter has now been made private, so I can't even find, like, some of the oh. stuff that she originally said. When that happened? That happened before? Uh, it happened after he put out his statement. Oh. Um, but, because she actually said, she put a response out, and it was like, I don't know, it was like three, I think it was like three tweet threads long of like different like things kind of addressing his his giant statement but um but basically the timeline for us was uh learned about it around like i said around february and i looked into it and all i could find was um i think it was i think it was a reddit post about like her tweets and like what was put out against him saying that he was um, I, I think it was physically abusive too but i can't remember but i definitely emotionally abusive emotionally is the only one i remember i don't remember it being physical but we could be wrong let's just add to it let's just keep let's make the rumor let's even bigger. definitely spread yeah false information yeah <laughs> it's 
Apparently, she said Trevor's a serial killer, and he's killed many uh, all throughout <laughs> the southern United States and parts of Mexico. Um, but the yeah, but I mean, because we can just focus on the emotional abuse is that he and she detailed like a lot of stuff as like never super specific, but she said like some stuff that happened and um, was basically like trying to expose him for not being like this perfect person. Now, I think we should talk a little bit about why we never talked about it and kind that of that decision. decision. Okay. That was Mike's decision. I like how immediately you just pushed me right under the bus. You just separated yourself in the first sentence. <laughs> well, well, we didn't have anything to go off of until this was released. Well, and that's really, that was the big thing. I actually had it on my list to talk about while we were recording at some point in there. And as I was like, all right, I, was like, I don't think I have, I was like, I don't know if I have anything else because I was planning on talking about it until we started recording. And once we started recording, it just, some for some reason, it didn't feel right to bring up because I was like, this feels like we're kind of becoming like TMZ a little bit. Like, here's this rumor that's out there. So now, like, every time there is, like, dirt or something, you know, scandalous happening, that we're going to immediately bring it up and go through and just say, wow, there's nothing to back up this claim. This person said that. And then, like, all we're going to be doing is amplifying something that could be completely false. And I was like, up until, like, I looked at it my list while we were recording, I was planning on talking about it. And whenever I went to go say I was like, yeah, I think that's it. And I just first, like, in that moment, I was like, it doesn't feel, like, I just didn't feel comfortable throwing it out there like it's one thing if it's about like a new show and we don't have any details about it and we can like speculate and like oh because that's like that's just fun that's fandom that's what it is but when it comes down to something that is like essentially like affects someone's character like i don't know if i want to be a part of boosting that when we don't really have much to go on like it like the ryan thing is is a different story because uh, we detail i talked for like two hours about how upset i was about that because that was so jarring but there was actually things to point to and evidence that said this is happening. Like the screenshots and the text conversations, the pictures of him. Like there was plenty that uh, that detailed what their whole thing was. So her claims and um, I guess the main part that always – it never sat well with me. And Renee read through it and she kind of came to the same conclusion, which was it just didn't see it. Something was odd about it because – uh, her tweets at the time is that she put out this whole thing saying, um, I don't remember any specific examples of what he did, but like it came up a little bit in Trevor's statement, like how she couldn't hang out with his friends, how controlling he was, stuff like that. How he like, I think he picked his career over her. I don't remember if she said it in, in her statement or if like friends of hers were saying that he cheated on her. I can't remember. It all kind of blends together now. Cause it's from almost a year ago at this point. I never read her stuff. So I only know Trevor's side. Well, it was stuff like that, is that he couldn't hang out with... Uh, I remember that was a big... I remember it specifically because he mentioned the not being able to hang out with his friends. Um, and, like, basically he was he super He couldn't hang out with his friends without her. Well, no, it was... he. In her claim, it was that he was controlling who she could be friends with, basically. And said, like, you can't, you can't hang out with this person, you can't hang out with that person. And it was a lot of control, a lot of stuff like that. Um... But the, the part that it struck me as odd is not those that part of it. The part that struck me odd, or struck me, I guess, I don't know. I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Struck me odd. It doesn't sound like a, a correct phrase. As odd. That's better. Thank you, Doug. 
You're here as my, my squiggly red line. That's what you are. Um, but what struck me as odd uh, was... Nailed it. <laughs> thank you. Is that she posted this thing, like, detailing what happened, and then uh, would delete it, and then say, like, guys, I'm just trying to move on from this. It was, just, like, two years ago. Which was, like, okay, it seems like an odd, like, position to take after you brought it up. But then, and that's like, you know, you could make the argument, well, then maybe it was just like, she faced a lot of backlash or whatever, which I didn't, I don't know what her like normal tweets were getting or anything. It wasn't like there was like thousands of people, but you know, uh, 40 people telling you you're terrible is, is a lot of people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're a normal person. Yeah. And, uh, so it's like, I don't know like how much backlash she was fa- facing. So you could say, <clears throat> you could say that she put it out there. And then after that, it was from all the pushback. She was like, I just want to move on from this. This wasn't worth it or whatever. But then she was still bringing him up like passive aggressively. Like I remember there was a tweet where she said something like, it's great having to see my ex on my timeline all the time for like what he does. But that was like, because she followed people that worked at Rooster Teeth still. Yeah. And And it's like, well, of course. Yeah. So like there was a lot of like conflicting messages there like to me it's like if you're gonna go through and accuse something of something i feel like the internet's been around for a long time you kind of have to expect if you're gonna put out something as as impactful as that that you're gonna face pushback now obviously if it's something attached to something as traumatic as abuse it's like it's not it's not as easy as it maybe or easier said than done i guess it's like you can say that, but of course, once you're actually in it and you're getting it, it's like, okay, it's not worth it. But the message, whenever she said, you know, I'm just trying to move on, seemed more like like she was bothered by the people who are, like, still talking about it. She's like, guys, it's not a big, like, I just want to move on from this. Like, people keep bringing it up to her, and she doesn't want to talk about it anymore. It's like, but a week ago, you put out this mega thing saying, you know, this is everything he's doing. So it's like, you started, like, you brought up that, that topic. You started the fire, and now you're saying it's too hot. It's like, okay. <laughs> Do this to yourself. So, now all that's to say that I that didn't make me, um, didn't make me just think that oh she's lying. This is all made up. But it was enough to make me go. I don't know that we should talk about this because this just seems strange. And another thing that she talked about a lot was her um, kind of battle with like I don't know if it's various or what, but she's battling some form or forms of, of mental illness. I don't know if it's depression, if it's anxiety, if it's all of it. Um, but she's going through, you know, kind of fighting with that, you know, those demons. And uh, so it's like, who knows me, like, what she's going through. Who knows? Like, there's so many other, like, variables that could come along with that. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to, like, one, I don't want to, if if what she's saying is completely false, I don't want to amplify this message and then spread misinformation potentially. And it's also like, if this is just going to cause her more backlash, Again, we're going to be amplifying it. Not that we have, like, this enormous audience that, like, a ton of... But still, even if, you know, the way the internet works is that it doesn't matter how many people listen then. If we do eventually get to the point where we do have a really big audience, those episodes will be listened to at some point. So it's like, all it will do is encourage people to go, then go after her. And it's like, I don't know, it just felt like a really messy situation that until we kind of had more to go on, um, it just felt like... I didn't really want to like, it just seemed weird to bring it up. And it's like, cause there's not much to say. It was like, he's accused of this and uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been literally like seven months later. Like, Oh, we have information now. 
yeah so it's just like uh i guess just say what you will about our like my decision i'll, I'll cut doug out of it my decision to not talk about it but i just i didn't feel comfortable with it and it just seemed like it was a better thing to leave kind of off to the side until we had more to go on honestly a lot like the joel situation which we eventually did do just basically it was like okay what let's just finally get through this and just actually address what this is because things kept that one things kept like popping up but you know with joel Heyman, which again with this podcast of course the week after we put that episode out like is he still there it was confirmed he's not there which <laughs> fucking every time but yeah um but that was like a stuck uh, topic that I had on my list for months and months and months about whether or not Joel still worked there. And it was just one of those things like we just don't have enough to really definitively say yes or no. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's like it was, that was less serious. So I didn't have as much, um, like I didn't feel like there was as much damage that could be done by talking about it as opposed to this, where, like I said, this is actually going after someone's character and wh- how you know them and, and everything. And like I said, it's, it obviously is going to have, it'll push back to her. So it's like, I just, I just kind of put the lid on it. It was like, okay. And I took it off my list and like, if there's anything else that comes up about it, then we'll talk about it. But the only thing that ever came up between when I found it then and now is a couple people that were just sort of, um, I guess like supporting her claim, but not like this also happened to me support. Like I read her thing and I believe her kind of support. Like they weren't, they didn't have a firsthand experience with it. They just believed what she said. And they were like, they kept bringing it up and kept pushing the issue. And that's the only thing I've seen until he put out his statement. But, um, like I did, I did say when we Renee and I were watching the the statement about our uh, achievement Hunter statement on the live stream, mm-hmm. um, and they were said like this is all we're going to say. It won't be on off topic. You know, they were going through that whole thing. Um, uh, at one point, Jack says, uh, I forget what the actual email is. I think it's a like conduct at roosterteeth.com or something. But he said like he gives out the email saying like if you ever notice anything happening you ever see anything like if there's anything at all that makes you uncomfortable whatever email that thing and you know that's it and when we saw that i go i wonder if that's like something's gonna happen with trevor because i was like thinking if if this is like a legitimate issue this like it could potentially be brought up through there like in this whole investigation could happen if someone say like her or like one of her friends or something did submit an issue or like you know bring up this like abuse thing and then four days later, he puts out a 10 page statement. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, that was the, it was brought up. Well, I was gonna say that wasn't my predict. I thought something else. Like I was wondering if, if it was going to lead to problems and actually maybe we would see like evidence or like it would out him or something like that. Like, I wonder what this is going to mean for him. If that's like the way, cause people have been, like I said, I've seen people bring it up on the subreddit. I've seen him bring it up on Twitter and everything else. So it's like, it was out there. People were talking about it. It wasn't, you know, it didn't just die. So I was like, I thought for sure someone would be emailing that conduct and said, which I, maybe that's why he put out a statement is that people did email about it. But I was like more thinking like, Oh, we might actually like find out something here. And like maybe on her end, I didn't, I really didn't think I was going to see like a 10 page statement for him. It was almost complete. I thought something would come on from her and like, Oh, Trevor's, you know, I don't know. I didn't like predict that he was going to be let go or anything, but I was just like, I didn't know what that meant for her story and for him and everything else. Um, but getting to his actual statement, uh, like I said, it is, I think it's actually 10, uh, someone said 10 pages long. I don't know if it's actually that long. That's uh, what oh, it is. Said, yeah. Oh yeah, it definitely is. 
But it's a Google Doc, and you really can't tell. It's 10 pages. But if you go to his Twitter, that's where you can find this. Yeah. Yeah, he posted it. He's only tweeted like three or four. Well, as of when we're recording, he's only tweeted like three or four times. But I'm sure if you're listening to this in like six months, because that's one thing too, uh, which we should say, hello and thank you to all the new people that are here because... Uh, or watching. Yeah, or yeah, I'm watching. Um, you know, we talked about on with uh, on the episode where we talked about everything with Ryan about how this podcast is kind of a bummer because the best episodes are um, come from when the worst things happen and like not necessarily best in terms of like our quality. Like, thank oh god, we finally have this blessing from from the gods and this is gonna be our greatest episode. But in terms of the uh like popularity and how well they do in terms like in terms of numbers so uh so we that episode our ryan haywood episode uh the first one became our most popular episode within the first week of it being out so not surprising not surprising i mean it surprised me a little bit because we've had other big stories that not necessarily to this le- not the level of ryan but just we've had other big stories that have not skyrocketed the way that one did that one really shot through the ceiling um, and it's like our most downloaded by like almost, well, what you do this? like, uh, like, yeah, like almost double, I think. So it's like, it really went through, went, became popular. But the, why I brought it up right now is that what also happened is people found that and there's other, there's older episodes that are getting downloaded too, because I saw, um, the one where we talked about, I think you remember, we talked about Jeremy and the possibility of him leaving cause he tweeted yeah. about, um, right, just his mental health. Yeah, and he said like he's thinking about taking a step back. I was looking at the the graph for that. And it was like when it first came out, it has like the big spike of downloads, and it kind of like sits down. And then like last week, it was like it went right back up. Like it was like almost as equal to when it first came out. And I was like, so like a bunch of people listen to that one. So it's this. Um, does, I want to start like keeping in mind that people might not hear this for like you know maybe six months to a year, uh, or you know who knows, but. Uh, I'm sure if you looked up this statement, uh, it wouldn't be hard to find. Like it's it's on his Twitter, but yeah, it is ten pages long. Um, the difference with Trevor's statement or response that like the difference between what he said and what she has said is that he provided a lot of proof, a lot um, of proof, screenshots, stories, yeah, and specifics. I mean, that's my big thing with. When anyone makes an accusation, it's like there's a lot of times where people say something but don't really say anything. And they'll say, like, you know, if, if I just said, um, which, I mean, I, I feel like I've detailed enough stories on this podcast. But if I just said, like, you're, like, really abusive to me <laughs> as a friend and you were, like, you're a toxic person. That's a big, that's a popular term that people throw around as toxic. So if I just said you were toxic and I left it at that, that doesn't really explain anything. All I know yeah. is that that I'm that clearly there's an issue between us, and I don't know what it actually is. Now, if I said you're toxic, and I go okay, so back in you know July, Doug came down for like this part. Like if I get go through a whole story, give details and everything, it doesn't necessarily make it true, but at least it gives you something to go off of, and it adds it adds something to it. It wasn't just a general this is what happened in you know these vague titles or whatever of of abuse or whatever. So. He puts out a whole timeline of like when they first started talking, when they started dating, uh, screenshots that like support something like to show like what he's talking about. Um, he talks like I'm just kind of scrolling through generally because I'm not going to read ten pages, but right. 
Uh, or again, I read, I did read the whole thing when I when it first came out, but uh, I'm not gonna read it right now. That's a given. Yeah. Um, but he puts out a timeline of like when things happened. He showed a screenshot of his tweet when he got his new house and everything. Talks about like kind of how their relationship progressed, and um, what you know, sort of like timestamps events in their relationship. So he said like. Uh, like this one, it just says like March to November from 2017, December 6, 2017, December 9th, December 13th, December 16th. Like he goes through and meticulously plots out what, um, you know, what, what was talked about, what happened. Yeah. At least in like, you know, he's, um, obviously he's going from memory and like what he can gather from screenshots, but he just said like, he just gives like a quick summary of like what happened. Like a big one seems to be the Christmas party, the Rishith Christmas party where, uh, him and Barbara were talking. And that, like, set her off, and it was, like, a whole thing. Again, we don't know the full details of what happened at the party, but at least, like I said, there's something there that we can go after and can be refuted or looked up or people can kind of back up or whatever. So uh, he goes through, details every single one of these, uh, like, events, like you know, according from his perspective and everything. Uh, shows a screenshot after when he texted uh, Wes saying that like that sucked because they talked about having to break up or him having to break up with her and everything. And like their conversation, um, then talks about like the timeline of after that relationship ended to when him and Barbara actually started dating and how that progressed. Uh, he goes through, talks about their relationship, uh, then talks about how he, uh, went, he went to her house because apparently she had a, a big issue with Barbara and felt disrespected is, by sorry, her. You're talking about E just for the listeners to follow. What do you mean? You're talking about him going to East House to talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what he... Because, like, after he goes through, like, the steps of how him and Barbara, like, became a couple and, like, how they decided to, like, announce it publicly or, what, or like, when they were going to, um, he went over to, yeah, went over to East House and wanted to tell her, I guess, like, face-to-face and say, like, this is what's happening because she had, uh, like, an issue with Barbara, which I, I guess... From what I can gather from the screenshots is that she felt very disrespected by Barbara, but um, I didn't see any kind of... She said she felt disrespected and that Barbara was, like, laughing too much or too flirty with Trevor. I think maybe that that must be what it was, that she felt like she was flirting with him when she knew that he was taken, so that was, she took that as a, a sign of disrespect to her, I guess. As I, I don't know if that's... I don't know. I feel like we can connect the dots a little bit there, but... Um, so Trevor went over to let her know, you know, that him and Barbara were together and uh, talked about like how it ended like in this huge fight and everything. And then he shares just uh, an insane amount of screenshots is like a hundred screenshots from the conversation <laughs> that happened after that. Um, I, those screenshots, they do for so like, they invoke like, like I get like angry reading them. <laughs> just I couldn't even read them. Uh, like, I have a hard time. I'm trying to like separate because it's like she did just find out that her ex is with the person that she hated the most, but I don't know. Like I, I feel like there's a line that you can't like, she, cause she was ruthlessly attacking everybody. It was, you know, his coworkers, friends, her, him and everything else. And it's like, I, I understand you're, you're angry and you're really upset. Um, and it's one thing, I guess they're already broken up, but to me, when he did that, they were broken up for a while, I'd say. Yeah. I don't remember what the exact time frame was. Um, oops. I don't know why I grabbed my mouse. Um, 
It was yeah, somewhere is December. Yeah, I think it's, it looks like around like mid December is when um is around when they broke up and it was shortly after that that um like I maybe mean, like a month or two after that that uh that him and Barbara started like actually hanging out and dating and stuff. So in February. So yeah. they broke up in December then by February he was dating Barbara. So um so then he and of course it's all according to his timeline but it's like so then he went over and tell told her but um so of course like they're not a couple anymore so like i don't know i guess it just kind of depends if you're willing to burn a bridge but to me i feel like like i don't care how mad like if you and i were really mad at each other which is i don't think has ever happened i think you and i have i think you've only, i've only ever heard you yell like twice in our entire friendship since fourth grade i think i've heard you yell twice and uh, once was directed at me slash us at the lunch table in like right. eighth grade. <laughs> so it's like, right. it basically doesn't even count <laughs> your children. Right. Um, but like, say if you were really upset with me and then what you did was in while we were like fighting is all you did was say really terrible things about me, about, you know, Renee, about like our other friends. That's like, that's, I just, I'm done there. Like I cut, that's where I cut off. It's like, I have a real problem with people thinking that when they're angry, they can just say what they want. And I don't think that's the case. Like I said, if you're willing to burn that bridge and you like, if that's where you're at, then that's where you're at and you don't care. But, and as I said, I know she just found out that he was with the person. So like, that's like, I kind of like teeter here. Like I, I get where she's coming from, but I feel like that's a line you can't cross. I'm not saying she shouldn't be forgiven or anything, but I'm just saying like, that's one of the things that's with between Renee and I, uh, is that we kind of have, it's like a, I don't know, it's almost like a, an unwritten rule in a way. Like all the times, when, like if her and I do get into a fight about something, it's never been like name calling. It's never been just outright anger where we're just screaming. At each. It's just like, we're mad about a subject. Let's stay on track and let's talk about this thing and not just start lashing out at everything around us and then right. try to just go, let's not just try to hurt each other's feelings because that's not productive. That's not anything. So it's like, I, I just, I have like a real, uh, I have like a reaction to reading those where it's like, I could not do that. I would have like, if I were him, I would have bailed out of that conversation way before. Like I would just be like, <laughs> I don't think he could. Oh, I would, it would have been over. I've been like, all right, I'm not doing this. Like this is, we can talk about this, but I'm not going to sit here and just like, we're not getting anywhere. And all you're doing is trying to hurt me. And it's like, I understand that you're hurt, but we'll talk about this later. I can't do this because it's just like, that's, I just don't like that, that type of arguing. Now, also a thing to keep in mind, like in her response to all this, she says like this, she was like eight, this relationship was like from 18 to 21. So a lot of growth happens in those years. So I'm not like, I'm not like, I don't want to make, cause I know I'm, I'm saying a lot of like, I really didn't like that message, but at the same time, I'm not really like holding it against her because when you are like, I don't know how old she is now. This was just a couple of years ago. So, you know, she's probably only like 24, maybe I don't know how old she is, but uh, still you make a lot of mistakes. You have a lot of, like you do a lot of growing up, a lot of maturing in those, those ages. So um, I don't necessarily think this should condemn her and like make her labeled as a shit person for the rest of her life or anything like that. <laughs> I just, in that instance, those screenshots really hit like a nerve with me. Where I was like, I could not do that. Cause I just, I just personally believe that, if you have an argument, if you really are upset with somebody, 
you need to like you can be emotional, you can be angry and everything, but it shouldn't just re- result in name calling because then it, there is no point. It is just you might as well just be throwing punches, honestly, because it's like that's all you're trying to do is hurt the other person. It's like we're not right. What's the point? So um, there's no point. Yeah. So that's that was kind of her like that was like the biggest piece of in his statement that really showed um, basically the imbalance or some of. I guess like the probably like the biggest thing that kind of refutes her side of it, where she was saying, you know, how he abusive, he was controlling, he was where in that entire conversation, he was completely like, I'm just trying to do what I feel was right. And then she was like, how honorable of you. He's like, I'm not trying to be honorable. I'm just trying to say like, I just felt like I should do this. And it was like, it really went against like the picture that was painted in the original accusations a while ago. Um, right, because her thing was he like in his statement he says like she was kind of like after they broke up he was she was like well if you want to be my friend why are we even whatever like why are we even trying to talk about it or whatever so he's like all right well so like they hung out like a couple times maybe and then I think his thing was like well she wants to be friends and this is what the right thing to do is let me tell her what's going on which yeah I mean no matter how you feel about. Like, if you still think that wasn't enough time and this is a whole fucked up situation, there still has to be something said about the fact that he went over to meet with her to tell her this to her face so that she didn't just find out through Twitter and whatever. Like, there's something about that action alone that says something about him where, like, I don't know. I don't think you would ever do that. I don't think I would do that. <laughs> I, like, I don't know that I would be able to, like, to go over to face someone just to say, hey, I'm dating this person now. Uh, I mean, it depends on the person, but usually not. I mean, uh, all my ex-girlfriends, like, we're friends now, but there was, like, a year or two I didn't want to talk to them. They didn't want to talk to me. Well, especially when you hear, like, at least according to him, like, how their their relationship ended. It, like, it did seem to end on pretty rocky ground, and it wasn't, like, I think they, he, I think if I remember right, he tried to break up with her once before. But it it didn't. They talked it out and like they came to an agreement. And then he kind of separate. Like, he was putting like distance between them, where he was like trying to separate himself from from her in some ways. And uh, well, he said he got like I forget what surgery he said he got. He's he's supposed to take like a week or two off, and he went right back to work just to be away. Yeah, I forget what that was. It was like appendicitis, but I could. Oh be yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. It was something with his appendix or uh, something like that. But yeah, so like he was like after that he was like trying to like basically put space in between because that's what he felt like the not just like (laughs) i mean this is a technique i know you're familiar with uh, talking about seventh grade eighth grade doug not just trying to be like a dickhead so that she breaks up with him (laughs) everybody's done that yeah which is a a young 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 doug technique uh which we i bring up now because it's now it's funny because like i said there's like eighth grade so this this was not a, a an adult that did this thing it was it was child doug uh, but it was it was always a really funny thing that we we've joked about over the years, but um, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. What was I just um, I just went for him. Oh, he was trying to create the distance between them because he felt like he or what he says in here is that he felt like they they needed to be apart because they just were like spending so much time and like there was so much like friction and so much like butting heads that was going on that um that he felt like they just need to be apart less. And it was another thing that he talks about. And 
Be a part less or be a part more? Um, wait. What was I trying to say? Be a part be more. Be a part more. Yeah. Yeah. I used the wrong word, but I don't know what word I was trying to use. I assume more, but no, you said less. A part is the word the wrong. I was trying to say. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just said whatever I whatever I messed up. I messed it. I said it wrong. So it doesn't. Really, regardless, if, if this was a test, it would have a red line through it. It's regardless of what it was supposed to be. Um, so yeah, they were like they were. Like, he thought they needed to be uh, a part more. So, uh, they basically to grow and and to kind of work on the issues that they have, and that was what leads into her saying that she couldn't hang out with his friends. Is what he was saying, like. From what his, his like rebuttal to that was basically, it wasn't that you couldn't hang out with my friends, it was that I uh, wanted someone or like what he was really looking for, and I don't even know if he realized at the time or if it's something he realized afterward. But what he really wanted was someone who kind of had their own stuff going on, and it wasn't that she couldn't be friends with his friends. It was that she would go like every time he'd go to do something with his friends, that she would also go, and like he wanted to have something like where she would go hang out with her friends or like if she went to go hang out with his friend or whatever it was, whatever the combination was, but he wanted her to have like her own thing going on that didn't just involve him every single time. Right. But he even says like, when he's going to try to hang out with his friend solo, she'd be cool with it until he went to leave. Then she would, it would cause a fight. And you know, I, I think I said like a couple of times, but just it's important to keep in mind, like this is all just according, this is his perspective. So I'm kind of just saying it as if it's fact, but I'm really just, I'm kind of, trying to paraphrase this 10 page thing down. So like everything that we're saying is, is this just his point of view, but um, still that seemed like it was a big part of it. So like, again, those big screenshots came out um, or not came out, but they were like, he put them out like in the center of this, this giant uh, release here. And uh, that's kind of like the big, I would say like the bombshell for this whole thing. Uh, most of um, most of this in here is talking about, uh, some other stuff that she did. Like he talks about things that didn't really fit into like what he was saying, like her trying to push him to leave RT, uh, cause he had an opportunity to go to the LA for a job and she didn't like, she, according to him, didn't want to do that or talk about how terrible LA was. Um, I thought the whole, her whole thing was she just didn't like Rooster Teeth or try to convince him everyone at Rooster Teeth hated him and he should do some he should go work better places that she approved of uh yeah it was something like that i mean that that was in there but it was also i mean in her what she like i said her twitter account is private but i think she said in her statement like in a response to something about she didn't want him she wasn't trying to convince him to leave rooster teeth it was that he always was coming home so miserable that she was like well why don't you go here why don't you go there like she was trying to that was like her response to what he said in that instance um now I don't know if it was maybe he was so miserable because the way he paints it seemed like he was pretty unhappy during this whole thing. Um, basically, uh, yeah, it's like there's a bunch more in here, and you can find. Uh, well, at the end, he does talk about because um, one thing he says is like her inconsistencies with what she was saying and how this started as just uh, one claim, and then over the years, it's, it's like our time, it's been escalating to like now it's abuse as opposed to like what it started as. Um, and then he does talk about, which I did see, like, some of the stuff that he puts up, um, I actually saw, because he does say, um, that 
she, well, uh, he talked about, like, how she would drive by his house a while after, like, at, when him and Barbara were together, she would just, like, go and, like, slowly drive by. Which I was, yeah, like, but she admitted she did that. Yeah. And, uh, and then, but the one thing I did see was there was someone that was, is friends with her that has, like, a Tumblr page. Uh, I don't even know if it's, um, I don't know if it's still up or if it maybe got taken down since this whole thing came out, but... Uh, I saw this back when, yeah, um, I saw this back whenever I was originally looking at, like, into the details, um, and this is a friend of hers, and this person, like, posts pictures of her, like, Snapchat photos of her, saying, like, we are friends, this was us out, and then she said, like, how, um, she knows, like, where people live, and stuff like that, because she was just, like, divulging this information to a bunch of people, and, like, kind of prove that she knows where his house is based on, like, a picture of him and then the listing for the house and seeing, like, the exact space that he's in. And she basically goes through and just says, like, uh, just know that, like, um, there's two sides to the story. And uh, so, like, basically take this, take her claim with a grain of salt because, and this is a friend of hers that said this, um, and was basically trying to be, like, more reasonable and fair about it than just taking one side. Um, and then he, he just kind of showed like, there's a couple other people that he links to for, um, that put out, like made points about the whole thing. So, um, basically, um, yeah, I'm just, I keep scrolling cause there's another like screenshot, another thing here, but yeah, there's just more and more. Um, and, and well, one thing he shows too is, uh, how she said, like, it's insane how, no matter how hard I, I try to keep my ex off my timeline for my own mental health, I still manage to see him and stuff like that. And then she says, don't uh, ask me about my ex or the abuse I suffered for three plus years or anything whatsoever to do with any of it. Uh, I'm just tired and trying to uh, heal from, from it all for two years. I've tried speaking out. No one cares what happened to me. I just want to try and heal from it all. And then he, what, what he points out is how she was following people like Fiona, who she never interacted with. And stuff like that. It's like, well, you kind of what's what you said. It's like, you, of course, you're going to if you're still following these people, right? Um, and yeah, there was a lot of, like I said, a lot like there was things that she said in those screenshots, which like you can go look through yourself. Um, where I think she even points out like what happened to Gavin and Meg, and that terrible story where someone broke into their house, and kind of like, like, almost like makes fun of it in a way. And it's just right, like, so I they, didn't see that. Uh, I don't. Maybe it wasn't in those screenshots. Maybe it was. Maybe it was a part of something else. I know she says something about Meg in those screenshots because she talks about um, how Trevor just wants to be with like a uh, a pretty blonde and stuff like that. And now he's exactly like Gavin, where he's just with like this attractive girl who's gonna shit like basically use him and spit him out in like a year or something like that. She brought up uh, Gavin and Meg. Um, uh. Oh, well, no, here's what he said. Uh, she liked and verbally supported tweets threatening me with physical harm in a world after what Gavin and Meg went through. Uh, there's no longer room for this to be considered a joke. So basically, it's... Um, it was it was just her support. It was, wasn't that she supported or, like, was making fun of it. It was that she was supporting the physical harm when... Uh, I don't know if they were would have been together for that. I don't know. I, I don't remember exactly when that Meg and Gavin thing happened, but... I don't know. After all this stuff came out, his whole statement, um, I'm going to have to go 
from memory here, but basically what I saw from her like response to it was uh, that she said that she knows that she acted in a really shitty way at that time um, and that she has been trying to work really hard to be um, like basically be a better person. And she said that she was really angry and just started like a lashing out and stuff. Um, so basically it's like she acknowledged that she was pretty shitty in that moment. And uh, like, I don't know if she apologized for it or whatever, but she basically just said like, I, I don't like seeing it either kind of, but then she still was going on to say that like, um, he's still not giving you the full story. He's not telling you everything that happened. And then she just said like, she doesn't really want to get into it and go for point by point. But uh, just know that that's not what he's saying is still not true. And it's kind of like, I don't know. You've had a lot of chances to give, like to be specific about things and that hasn't happened. So it's just like, I right now I'm more inclined to believe Trevor's side of this than hers, just because she's had a ton of time to try to get in. She said like, she doesn't have any of the old like screenshots or anything that she can try to use to support her thing, which is like, Okay, people go through phones like every two years now, so it's not unbelievable that she wouldn't have an old phone or whatever to get screenshots from, or people have their their phones set up to delete old text messages. So it's like, I don't, th- I don't like that's plausible. I don't, I don't like put any weight into that, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. There's not, there just hasn't been anything from her side that's even been specific about what's necessarily happened, other than like he, I couldn't hang out with my friends. But I didn't really like detail an event where it happened or anything like that. At least that I saw. I like. I think by the time I even found out about the story, she had deleted her original post about her, like, string of tweets of uh, what had happened with, like, what he said. So, like, I had to find it through, like, an archive photo or something. (laughs) So, it's, like, it's a hard thing to do. But uh, I'm trying to remember what else. I'm trying to go. So, I have to remember it now. I'm trying to, because, like I said, there's, like, three threads that she put up responding to it. Uh, I mentioned the, um, him wanting to, or not trying to talk about it, working at Rooster Teeth, it was about uh, him being unhappy. But I think that was basically it. It was more so, it was basically mostly that like I know that I was, I was, it was a pretty fucked up thing to say all that stuff. I'm trying to change or trying to be better, but he's also not telling you the whole story. It was basically, it was like kind of the gist of the, the, at least one of the statements. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's, she'll always have that opinion. I mean, whether we know what's the full story or not, she's always going to say it's, not all this is true or not. It's not all out there. Yeah. And uh, probably from her perspective, even it like, it's very possible that if a third party was there and witnessed these things and said, no, like in detail, exactly what had happened, she might still say that it was like, she took it that way. Like that's the hardest thing about like all these, cause that's what like reading his whole statement and then her response, all I kind of felt like was like, I'm, I'm pretty glad that we didn't cover it back when we did. Because now it just feels like a pretty classic end of a relationship that didn't go well. It's she's yeah. saying one thing, he's saying another thing. They're just like they're not really bickering with each other here, but they're just fighting about like, no, you did this. Like I didn't do that. All I was trying to do was that. It's like right. now it's kind of like I feel like I'm just putting my hands up. I'm like, okay, this is something that is like you guys are just arguing now, and I don't know what like I can't make heads or tails of this. So it's like. To me, it just seems like a bad relationship went bad. They he acknowledged in his post, and it or in his screenshots, I should say, in the like in his text about how he wasn't like perfect. He knows that he didn't always wasn't always like the best and stuff like that. He didn't feel like they were good for each other. Like he see, he acknowledges that he has some fault in like how things. It just seems like this was a relationship that went poorly. 
that, you know, they weren't meant for each other. He was, you know, dealing with his stuff. She was dealing with her stuff. And they just weren't compatible. And it just caused fighting. And then they broke up. And it just kind of was still swirling around. And then it became public. And became right. this thing that, you know, people were, like, taking her claim and then running with it. And saying, you know, it, I, like, it's pretty fucked up Trevor did this stuff. And, you know, still, I mean, he provides proof. But still, it's like... It's more so just how the relationship ended, I would say, is where the, the, like, most of his proof is. So, it's, you know, for, like, these exact examples, it's, you know, it's it's still just he said, she said at this point. So, I don't know. It, it's it's just, it's a bad relationship that went badly. And it's, everyone kind of has their own perspective on what happened. Everyone kind of has their own uh, opinion on an event and what it actually meant and what, how it what was taken and everything else. Because I think that's that's the hardest thing about trying to decipher something like this is that two people can tell the exact same story but get different results out of it. So I yeah. can come home and I can Renee can ask me a question and I can say like she can like say how was work and I'll be like fine and then she could take that as that I don't want to talk to her or something you know I'm just making <laughs> up a hypothetical she could take it that way because right. I didn't really answer her and I could just be like no I was thinking about something else but in that moment she feels like 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 disregarded in that in that moment but i'm not like i'm in a completely different area however the facts of what happened are very minimal so it's like as as simple as these situations can be they can both be right (laughs) they can both be telling the same story they can be factually correct but they both got different like they have different opinions or different experiences out of that event so it's like now more than ever i just feel like yeah this is just like this is like their own personal relationship stuff and now it just feels weird that we know so much about it I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm glad to hear like that doesn't seem like you know, nothing further came out about the abuse or anything that he did. So I was like, I'm happy that uh, there, like, there wasn't another revelation after all the Ryan stuff. But uh, now it just seems like I almost want to just step away from it. And right, again, I'm, I'm pretty happy that we didn't talk about it back in February. Well, I don't think we could have. Well, it wouldn't have been. I mean, we could have brought it up and. I, again, we would just been speculating. There wouldn't have been much to really say, but yeah, it's, it just seems. It's, I I I I feel good about it. I don't feel like regretful that we should have said something because it's not like you know. You know, like I said, it's not like the Ryan thing where all of a sudden all the evidence started coming out and it was pretty clear something had happened. Um, but yeah, I think that's. Uh, I don't know if you have any like last thoughts on that whole situation I, we have a couple more like small things to talk about but no i mean like i i feel like i've been in trevor's shoes not that bad like i've been so miserable in a relationship i'm like all right i'm gonna start doing other things and trying to do my own thing and then that blows up in your face and you're like okay well i don't know what to do you just feel trapped eventually you just feel trapped and you're like i get the fuck out of here and inevitably what happens is that since you're not really into it you do things that are kind of shitty and not really boyfriend like because you don't really you're kind of checked out mentally so you do do things that are are you know are seen as bad i'm not saying abusive but you just you do are, are like you do do things that are uh you know like kind of shitty and it's like well he was cold to me and then he doesn't want to hang out with me and he doesn't want to do this and it's like <laughs> right you do get to that point just because you are you're one step out the door already so it's like yeah then she becomes that's then it becomes this where it's just no you actually did this you actually said that you actually said that no why are you acting this way it's like i'm just done it's like I just I need to get out of this, over it. I feel like I've seen enough because that's 
I think the biggest thing is that it was two incompatible people were together. And I've seen that, like, man, I don't know how many times in my life I've seen two people together that's like, why are you two still married? Or why are you two still <laughs> together? It's like, all you do is fight with each other all the time. What do you get out of this? And weirdly enough, I used to see it probably the most working retail because I don't know how many times I'd be working because, you know, working at a hardware store, it a lot of older people come in and there's all the time I'd be like helping someone and they would just go, never get married. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, how about you just find someone you actually like? <laughs> Is right. that weird? <laughs> Is, that, seems, is that an odd concept? Well, Maybe. That wasn't the, the deal back then. Well, I mean, like, someone, like, that's 40 or 50. Like, well, at that time, I was, like, my early 20s, so they were, like, twice my age. So, but still, like, someone, like, they're 40 just tell me never to get married. I was like, maybe just don't marry the first person that, like, you are with who, like, who will agree to stay with you. <laughs> maybe actually have a connection with them. Maybe <laughs> like being around them. I don't know. Am I insane? Is this weird? I don't know. But, yeah, it's, see that quite a bit is just miserable people that are together and they just are fighting the whole time in public, no care for who's watching. So <laughs> it cause a lot of problems. So it's like, I seems like it's, they're both better off for not being with each other. And, right. uh, I hope like, I hope if what she's saying is true, I mean, obviously you, we want like after the Ryan thing, I think everyone would want to know for sure or not for sure. But like if, if I think we would rather know than not know if it is true. Um, but I just, I hope that like, this is kind of the end of it. And, uh, it's it's not something that's kind of lingering overhead. Oh, I do want to say I for, I, one thing I wanted to mention I forgot, but um, the one thing to really note too is that uh, Trevor said that every from the moment that things were put out there, uh, he's been submitting stuff to Rooster Teeth and to HR, and said like here's everything I have on what's going on. Here's screenshot. Here's this. Like he's been in contact with the people like the human resources department and the higher ups or whoever is, would be involved. Uh, at Rooster Teeth to say, like, this, I have nothing to hide, here's everything. Right. And uh, they've had that information for a while, but way before this, like, you know, everything with Ryan happened, they've been aware of it. There's, It's been, like, looked at, and, I guess, investigated. Uh, and um, everybody, everybody that I've seen from Rooster Teeth to Achievement Hunter has uh, replied to his uh, his statement and with a positive message and saying, like, I know you've been going through this for a while and, you know, stuff like that. So it seems like Everyone that's close to him is been in support of him and has been for a while because it's just been a thing that's been lingering overhead. Like I said, we I found out about found out about it in February, and I think the original or the one that the statement that I saw was like in December. It could have been before that, but um, it's been a long it's been a long term thing. So it seems like everyone around him too uh, is on is supporting him as well. So this isn't like just a statement he made and it's you know, been like almost in vain, not in vain, but like, you know, it's, uh, you know, like if a tree falls in the woods, does anyone hear it? It's like, he's not just on his own isolated in this. Everyone's been on his side. And, uh, a lot of people who, uh, even people who I've seen people in the tweets saying like, when she put that out, I really turned against you and stuff like that. But after reading all this, uh, especially the part where like the things that she was saying about people in the, in the, uh, in uh, the texts, uh, you know, I, I definitely can't support her anymore or something like there was a lot of people that were, uh, giving really positive messages. So, right. Uh, it's definitely been a, 
it's good that they both address these things. I think they kind of had to, given what's happening with Ryan, because they're really trying. I think they're they want to build trust again, because uh, there's a lot of people who feel like they can't trust you know anyone that's there. I I we talked about it. I don't feel that way, but I know people very much feel that way, and I get yeah, it. I mean, why why would uh like an early I don't know. And I guess anybody doesn't have to be a woman. I was like, why would the, the women feel safe? But I guess it doesn't have to be just a woman. It could be anybody. It's like, well, you guys are scum, so we're out. Yeah, or do you, you feel like if this person who was so or appeared to be so wholesome and like the family man, it was like almost innocent in a way that he came across on camera, watched him for years, looked up to him, all that kind of stuff. If he could be, it's just it's like trust issues. It's just like, how do I know you're not? It's like, I don't have, I know as much about him as I know about you. So how do I know you're not? So it's like, I think it's it's good that they release these things, and I think they did because they wanted to show, like, we don't have it. Like, this surprised us just the way it surprised you. We don't have anything to hide, so when things come up here, it's really the complete opposite of the Rooster Teeth approach, <laughs> what it used to be. It used to be just don't talk about it until it goes away, and now it's it's completely flipped where it's addressed uh, head on, at least for now. Maybe who knows in you know another year or so, but... Right. Um, but... Yeah, I think that's uh, I don't like I don't know if you have anything else you wanted to no. end on, what, but what's what's next on the old list? Well, just a couple quick things, just uh, a few small things. Like uh, Gavin released a slow mo video with Dr. Fauci, uh, which is a weird, <laughs> a weird kind of connection. Um, I believe is that it's his, sn- his sneezing one. I believe so. I I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the uh, uh, I think it was a clip like on Twitter or something of how gross it it looked but i didn't see the whole video yet um but yeah that came out this week and uh, the other thing was that jeremy moved back to new england uh massachusetts and uh again read that headline got really scared i was like oh shit now he's gone but uh he talked about it on his stream uh they him and cat moved back to massachusetts uh, essentially for now because since rooster teeth is doing everything at home and it doesn't look like they're going to be going back to the office before the end of the year, I think, at least. Or until the beginning of next year. I forget what exactly the time frame was. Um, they decided, because I think they said they had some family had like some issues. like I don't know if it's health issues or what, but um, there was some type of like family stuff. They have, both have really big families. And so they wanted to be back, like, back closer. So if there ever was something that happened, they were there. They didn't have to try to like get a flight, all that stuff. So they were there. So they moved. Uh, back up to New England for now, and then as soon as Ruth can go back to the offices, he's going. They're moving back to Austin, right. so uh, it was surprising. I was like, once I saw you moved, it's like, oh shit! Like it's all unraveling now. <laughs> uh, right? Why would yeah? Jeff's hey, statement, can, his him moving. <laughs> we can uh, we can get cheap flights to to Mass. I, we went right by there whenever we uh, went to Maine, like two years ago almost. But yeah, so that was. Those were the two things. There was an announcement, but I um, I forgot to pull it up. But there was an announcement that Ruchith added a bunch of people, uh, like different groups and stuff, to kind of the uh, like the Ruchith family, sort of. It's not in the way like Funhouse or, you know, kind of funny or anything. Uh, it's basically, it's closer to um, uh, the Valley, or I think Valley Folk, I think is what, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's close to them where their videos are going up on Ruchith's website as well as on YouTube. Um, and then I guess like people are like the like Sugar Pine Seven and stuff, the ones that have, have ended are going to be put on. I forget what the um, section of the site was, but it's basically just to further organize. But uh, you can find the, there's a statement on the Rooster Teeth website 
uh, where they there was like I don't know it was like five or six different groups that will also be uploading their things to um, to the Rushi site as well as like YouTube or whatever. And one of them was I don't know if you listened to uh, Black Box Down this week, but it was the True Crime podcast from RTX was or the True Crime panel at RTX was what they uploaded for Black Box Down this week because they're on a break. And uh, it was Red Web, so it, so it was Trevor and Alfredo, and then it was Gus and Chris for Black Box Down, and then um, I forget what the name. It's like I don't know if it's just like the Cult Podcast or something like that, or Cultist Podcast. I forget what it is, but it was people like I think it was two people from there uh, who were kind of like the uh, um, like moderator for the panel a little bit, where like they were the ones that were. I mean, they talked about their own podcast, but they were kind of like leading the questions and everything. But it right. was that group is now part of it's like they're they'll have stuff that'll pop up on the site too. So it's not the same as like Funhouse where like they are like Rusev like owns them, but it seems like um, they're going to be like they're kind of expanding. Who's it's like I don't know, they're kind of they've been doing that for a while. Where, like there's different groups that are like posting on the site, and uh, like I think I think Valley Folk was the first one if I remember right, but I don't know. But other than that, I got nothing. I just have a blown out voice. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a lot to cover, so I don't blame you. Yeah. We're going to take a breath now. At least now people can see me be exhausted. <laughs> oh, they can see you in the summertime when it gets super hot in this room, and my I'm, I beat red, just sweating. And I'm like, <laughs> and Jeremy's doing this thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through it and not die in here. But, no, I think that's it, Doug. I think, I think we, that's, we, that's it. That's a good first one. Is we're almost at an hour and a half. Uh, I, we didn't. I, as far as I can tell, we haven't experienced any kind of technical difficulties. Um, uh, it, this all I've noticed is that the video file is very large already. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "This is huge." So, I mean, well, we have some things to work out. Um, hopefully, this all goes according to plan and nothing gets messed up for YouTube. Like I said, this we have, we kind of have a lot of details to iron out, but the hope is that this is what will be happening going forward. Is that if, along with the audio version of the podcast, it'll be going on YouTube. So someone might be listening audio right now, um, and uh, you know we can switch over. Or if you are you found us on YouTube, then uh, I keep looking at you because I'm used to looking at you. But um, <laughs> just, if you found us on YouTube, uh, as you can tell, we this episode was this 82. Yeah, um, this is episode 82. We've been doing this for a while, so we have a, quite a library built up now, and we also do a show every Wednesday called Out in the Grapes, and it's a it's. Uh, an episode where we talk about literally everything um you will know probably by the time well i don't know i don't know maybe you won't know what like when this actually goes up but uh it's possible we'll be doing video podcasts for out in the grapes as well but uh if you want to you can finally see our faces our lovely faces uh you can see the beard that i reference and for doug all the time and it can finally put some pieces together and have a, a visual represent or visual reference for kind of what we have going on so uh I think that's about it. So, thanks, uh, thanks everybody. Yeah, thank you for everyone who's been downloading and listening. Uh, we welcome everyone who is new, who has found the show, and uh, we look forward to continuing to grow the podcast. Uh, I think we'll we're gonna hit it, but it looks like we're gonna have our first month where we actually break a thousand downloads for the month, ooh, which ooh, ooh, is it's we've been we've been close to it before. Uh, well, I guess because the site we host on kind of like like it measures that in two different ways. So 
uh, it, it does go month by month. So like October 1st, October 31st, but it also just does the previous 30 days. So in terms of going from like, you know, month day one to month day 30 or whatever, uh, it's, we've haven't been as close as we have been for like the previous 30 days, uh, kind of like rolling gauge of the podcast. So, uh, we've been like somewhat close to that before, but never really within like the shot of getting it. We are still probably, you know, a couple hundred away. Uh, and then this month it looks like we're going to do it. I think we're going to do it, but, um, I hope we do. Cause that's a, that's a big milestone for us to cross. Uh, I remember it wasn't that long ago when we talked about crossing a hundred downloads in one week. And we have, we have, that has been, that's a thing of the past for us now. We've, that's happens, you know, <laughs> that's not, there's no longer our, our, our kind of uh, milestone. We have a new milestone we can shoot for, which is a thousand in a month. So, uh, I think that's it. Hopefully, you know, this YouTube helps us grow this even more, but we shall find out. So I even wore my achievement hunter, my shirt for this. It's covered in dog hair. I don't know if that shows up, but I know you can't see anything besides heave looking at me. Heave. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh, wrong way. There it is. Uh, but yeah, that's it. So we look forward to, I guess, you seeing us next week. <laughs> and check back on Wednesday for uh, Out in the Grapes. So, Doug, do you have an outro for us for our video podcast? I put you on the spot every time. Go with the bass. Go with the bass. Oh, yeah. Doug gets his solo. This is Doug's yeah. solo. <laughs> Appreciate Doug's Enjoy. solo. Bye.